Disclaimer, I'm your host, D. Emmanuel. Twitter, Twitter, them tweets is crazy. Yes, we're going to talk about Twitter today, the impact of Twitter, tweets, things going on. We're going to talk about different social media, who it affects, who's on top of their game on it. And speaking of game, we're going to talk about how it affects sports and entertainment as well. Yes, this is D Disclaimer. I am your host, D Emanuel, as I said. You can hit me up at D Disclaimer on the Twitter or the Instagram. Or if you need a few more characters but no long essays, hit me up. Disclaimer of D at gmail.com. So... Twitter, what, what, why am I talking about Twitter today? Did you get in trouble? I ain't get in trouble. I say what I say on Twitter. Uh, what people say back can be a little bit different. But no, uh reason I was going to go in on Twitter, I was going to broach a different subject that got Twitter headlines today. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to save that. Uh, I have a previous episode, few previous episodes talking about relationships that I'll point to anybody to know my take on how I think about relationships and how I feel both people must be empowered in relationships. Uh, There's not many of those episodes that I did, so I'm going to go back and find that episode and go ahead and maybe repost it for everybody to listen to. But Twitter is a trick. You know, Twitter is a no conversation land. Like, I'm sure that's self-explanatory for some people. I'm sure I've told that to some people myself. And like anybody, I'm human. I fall off reminding myself, uh, Twitter is no conversation land. You can't engage a conversation on Twitter. I not too long ago engaged in a conversation on gun control. And... It turned into something of what caliber can you shoot a deer with? It's because I said that my grandfather, who was an avid hunter, a retired sergeant major, you know, kind you know, was shooting guns back when a little boy down south, uh, killing quail for people. Uh, had to be, you know, very judicious with his bullets uh, because it was just what people that hired him gave him and he whatever he didn't use he could take home so that's what he would do then of course went to the army and of course was an avid hunter when i was growing up and what i pointed out in the gun control debate was my grandfather never needed more than bolt action bolt action or bow for elk hunting or deer hunting now if you're a person animal lover against uh, hunting, that's different subject. This is just talking about uh, bow hunting. 
and, and uh, hunting game. That's what it's called. Uh, he was a pheasant hunter. You know, he liked bears, though. He didn't just unnecessarily kill bears that came in the camp. He told me about a few times. I'm like, why didn't you kill the bear? He was like, he just wanted food, so go ahead and, you know, we don't eat bear. So some people, some places hunt bear. Grandfather didn't hunt bear. He didn't hate animals. He just hunted game. Uh, we eat. We would eat everything. The elk. So we were, we were meat eaters. I didn't eat pork, but I eat venison. Uh, save your Bambi comments. But I, I engaged gun people on it because I was like, you know, all these people talking about their Second Amendment and NRA defending these assault rights. I said he never needed a semi, semi-automatic. Never needed more than bolt. Bolt action is where you got to put a bullet in each time, load it into the bolt, shoot it, pull the bolt out, put put a bullet back in. Uh, sometimes there's, you know, there's also slides, of course, you can, uh, the, the bullet. But you had to use a bolt to reload. And I got all types of Twitter comments. Oh, well, you know, you need to say stupid if you, because you miss, you got to run off and get the, Get the animal, and so I use semi-automatic. Nobody automatic still. All this shit just came up. It was like, yo, slow down on your testosterone. All from Twitter though. Like they were arguing, like you can't use a twenty-two. It's you know, it's, it's dangerous to to twenty-two. You'll only injure an animal. It's cruel. It's like like as as if killing the animal is not cruel enough. But you know, it was what it was. Uh, it turned into something. Crazy. Like, hey, no one said, you know, no, no one was, it wasn't my conversation that started actually. Oh, as far as the caliber of bullet, I was like, he didn't use a 30, he, he got like something that was around a 22. I said 22. Uh, it may be 24. I don't believe so. Is it, at some point there were 22s involved. Uh, but I was always taught that you make sure you hit the head or the heart. Usually go for the heart broader. Uh, make a direct kill. And my grandfather was, you know, very disciplined when it came to that stuff. He wasn't half cocked like some people. Like, I'm going I'm to get this difficult shot. He's like, if I ain't got the shot, I ain't got the shot. Uh, there's no, there was no bravado in the BS, you know. As there shouldn't be when you're dealing with firearms, when you're dealing with live animals. But some people, gun nuts and, and, and other people, uh, lose their mind because they like, no, no, I need a semi-automatic. No, you may need a semi-automatic because you may not be that great of a shot. My grandfather was so good at hunting elk with a gun, he switched a bow when he was old. Like, for a new, for just for the wild side, you know. So for for people to sit there and 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 get all in there, I mean, then the insults came on Twitter. It was just you don't do, it, like there will be just brash amounts of insults on Twitter. I only insult back if you insult me. You insult me, I don't give what the subject. The minute you minute you cross the line, call me a dumb shit or something. It's on. I got, I got a lot of insults for you. I come for you. Now, I don't try to engage too much, but sometimes you put a take in there and you, know, you get people like, a lot of people liked what I was saying. Some guy was like, you should have never said nothing. Like it was a threat. Like I shouldn't have revealed the fact that real hunters use bolt action and not semi-automatic. 
Oh, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah. Today, another example was a subject trending on Twitter. And I was commenting on other women commenting. Like, kind of being like, I agree, I understand that take. that That's what I saw as the interpretation as well. And uh, the whole, a whole movement came for me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, first off, um, slow your roll on what you think I'm saying. But you can't. Once, once that floodgate opens, when that floodgate opens, people are going to change what you said. They're going to sit there and bring in something from two weeks ago that ain't got nothing to do with you. They're going to bring in. It's crazy. It's like people go buck wild and remind you, man, Stay off that Twitter. It reminds you what what uh, Herm Edwards always said at like the rookie symposium. I think they called it. Uh, it was a it's a seminar basically for new NFL players, rookie NFL players that just got out of college or came from overseas or something. Uh, and Herm Edwards would always be like, you know, you you be tempted to write something. I know you want to write something. You think you have to get a thought in your head. You're like, I'm going to go to Twitter. Like, you can write it. I just tell you, don't press send. Like, when you write that thing, don't press send. Go to sleep. Wake up in the morning. Because if you just press send, all of a sudden you want to spoil it. The way Herm Edwards does it is way better than me trying to, inter- trying to impersonate it. It is hilarious. It is, uh, it's hilarious and truthful. It's like, don't press send. Don't pray. You need to think about what you're saying. This is true. People don't. I usually do. I think about what I'm saying. And if I'm really I'm comfortable in my ability to articulate things, so I try to articulate the best way I can. Now, the way people receive it can be a vastly different situation than, uh, than what you intended. People will receive... you. People change definitions of words on you. Like they will, you'll be like, wait, I didn't say that. Well, this is what you meant. Like, no, that ain't what I meant. I I wrote what I meant. Uh, You can go to the dictionary, uh, go word by word, uh, you know, validate the definition. Uh, But I, I meant what I wrote, the way I wrote it. You trying to change what I was saying is, you know, crazy today. I mean, it was crazy. Some person was putting in. I, I checked their profile. They didn't even have anything of personal nature on their profile. So you don't really know if it's a bot or really a person. But the people chiming in, some of them are bots. Some of them are, are actually uh, real people that actually like those comments. But the person doing the response you don't have no way to cross-reference whether they're telling the truth or not. Are they who are? Are they are who they are? Whatnot? But just going on, you know, going on attacking you uh, from the comfort of their anim- anim- anonymous anonymity, uh, and it, it's it's sort of frustrating because like they playing with house money, like, and they can change public opinion of what you just said and stated, even though. What you just stated is right there. And Lord knows, don't have a typo. I mean, don't have a typo. You send something and you just made a typo, oh, it could change everything. It can change. You can't go back on that. 
You'd be like, ah, I didn't mean to type it like that. Nah, 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 nah. You going down. You know, unless you're, you know, the white supremacist in G, unless you're Donald Trump, uh, who can put Confifi, Kofifi or whatever the hell it was, and his whole followers, uh, a whole movement starts separate from the crazy agenda that he had. They, not, there's people with Twitter handles called Fifi, Kofifi, whatever, whatever he was saying. I mean, that's social media today, man. That's social media. And it'd be one thing if it was like people took social media as just a open forum that people say things. And sometimes, you know, you got to you got to vet what is actually real, what is what is uh, changed, what is misconstrued. But no, man, people are going careers in Hollywood go down just off tweets, just off, you know. Somebody, you know, you know, now somebody being exposed on Twitter, you know, fair game, but there's no legal process for public opinion. This is in politics. This is in Hollywood. This is in sports entertainment. This is in daily life. There is no. There is no commission to say, nah, we found that to be untrue or that is 100% credible or there's no commission. So it's not even that Twitter's the wild, wild west. Twitter's like a matrix within a matrix. You know, it is something that if you aren't strong enough, will bring you down and... If you are if you are in an industry where public perception is part of your marketing, it's part of your profit margin, then social media can bring you down with a snap of the finger without being vetted on whatever's being said or whatever's being done. And people have found that to be empowering, but that's also very, very damning and dangerous. Because without anybody vetting something, somebody had just put it, let's just, you know, remember remember the Morgan Freeman thing. I guess they were alluding to the fact that Morgan Freeman came out and was like, look, I didn't, this wasn't how I perceived things. Uh, but people were like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Because after this Weinstein and Cosby thing, but this Cosby thing went to court. The Weinstein thing went to court. The Spacey thing hasn't gone to court, but there was a lot of there was a lot of people that came out on the Spacey thing. But not everything is being vetted in a way that matches the importance of the consequence that would be made, like somebody's livelihood being you know destroyed now if you're somebody who destroyed somebody's livelihood with your power and then your livelihood is destroyed by the power of social media poetic justice poetic justice no one's saying 
that somebody shouldn't be taken down by social media if it's accurate. If it's truthful, if somebody's supposed to go down, they should go down for abuse, misconduct. But and when you're dealing with somebody, you know, somebody on somebody, somebody on Twitter yelling in a mob sense at somebody, unless it's maybe like Charlottesville, you get picked up for saying, you know, racist things. Or things that are very detrimental. Most people that are mobbing up against somebody on Twitter and social media do not have their jobs on the line. They don't. And like like I said, a lot of this stuff is anonymous too. Anonymity uh, runs rampant with fake accounts or people who don't have vetted accounts. And for that to take down somebody who has a job and a vetted account without some type of due process, it ain't even got to be legal, but at least investigative, that is where it seems to get a little bit out of control. Because that genie and that allegation or that whatever it is, can't go back into the bottle. Not on social media. No, 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 no. No, 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 You be proven innocent. They ain't going to care. They're going to be like, oh, the process is jacked up. Happens in politics all the time. Hillary Clinton, uh, James Comey knew, knew stuff today. All types of shit. But I just, I, I just went. I said it was going to be a short episode. It is. I just wanted to touch on the Twitter. Uh... I'm going to take a break right now. We'll come back. This is D Disclaimer. Hi, this is George, spelled like Jorge. I need y'all, if you love listening to D Disclaimer with D Emmanuel, go to hiscafepress.com forward slash D Emmanuel to buy some merchandise and support this awesome podcast thank you yeah so you know like I said Twitter's been crazy Uh, it hasn't brought Trump down but it's brought down some notable characters some people may have fought through it I have to look up to see which people have fought through it it's like my boy Dwayne Perkins says though uh, on one of his comedy specials uh, he's talking about YouTube, however. And he says every every comment, every sixth comment on a YouTube video is fuck black people. <laughs> it's a hilarious joke. And it's true. It's true. You will like you can find a cat video and it's, you know, you know, this is a beautiful cat. Oh, how precious. I have a cat just like that. Uh I want that cat. Fuck black people. And it was just, you know, it, 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 it's true. You will see some crazy comments on Twitter, no ma- on, I mean, on YouTube, no matter what the subject or the video is. I mean, it's amazing. It, that's why people quit. Just not recently. Uh, not too, not too uh, recently. Uh, Rose... Sorry, the late the girl that played Rose 
in Star Wars The Last Jedi, a divisive movie. I laid my criticisms out of the movie. But some people hated her character, played by Kelly Marie Tran, that they went at Kelly Marie Tran about it, about The Last Jedi and their their disappointment in it or their vitriol towards it. And she's just an actress hired to play. She was excited to get this role, as she should be. It was a big, big jump for her in her career, as it should be. She was a very lovely person, very beloved. She's actually a beautiful girl. People were sitting there trying to take on her appearance. It was amazing. Not amazing. It's not amazing anymore. But it was, it was so horrible that she finally went off, went off social media. It, it drove her off social media. And I've heard people on Collider made, a, made episodes about it. Uh, fans and not fans and just people in general hiding behind avatars have a heightened amount of cruelty a heightened amount of bravado to attack somebody they've never met. And even if they didn't like them in something, to sit there and harass them to where they feel, Leo, I can't deal with this no more. Just just for being an artist is horrific. Like, say what you want. As I said, I, I, I had... I. Made no bones about my disappointment in how The Last Jedi went. But I'm not attacking, you know, people. I have criticism of Ryan Johnson, but I always start out with Ryan Johnson was a great director in Looper. And if Ryan Johnson today was like, um, D. Emanuel, you need to say something nice about The Last Jedi, and then I will let you be in my next movie. I will be the biggest The Last Jedi stand in the world because, damn it, uh, money is money. <laughs> like, like my conviction against that movie, as much as it, as much as my criticism and you know how I wish it would have been more enjoyable and how I think that should have went, doesn't trump me taking a check from Disney and Ryan Johnson or Ryan Johnson at any other studio. That's sorry. <laughs> Let's keep it real. It, it it isn't that type of vitriol. Uh, but. To have your own feelings put out there, that's perfectly fine. It helps other people judge whether or not they want to, you know, see it. I mean, it shouldn't judge whether or not they want to see it or whatnot. But if people are interested in finding out about it before they go see it, because they want to know whether it's worth it or not, it, reviews are reviews. You know, people take it as it. I've heard bad reviews about something. Still, when they checked it out, it was like, you know, those reviews wasn't good. Somebody said this the other day. Said the foreigner with Jackie Chan wasn't that great. I'm like, no, nah, the foreigner with Jackie Chan to me was a very good movie. I liked his performance. Uh, I liked the serious, darker take that he took in that movie. Uh, I liked Pierce Brosnan. Uh, I liked the movie. So, you know, reviews don't mean Jack. And what's funny is a friend of mine told me it was good. He's not around anymore, rest in peace, my friend Lamar. But he had told me, oh, I saw The Foreigner, it was great. So I was like, I'm going to go check it out then. And it was great. Reviews were bad, but it was great. That's just how it rolls. But social media takes things to a different level. 
uh, when people take personal attacks on people. Like I said, I don't personally attack Ryan Johnson. I keep the, the critiques directly on the movie. I say specific things about what probably would have been better or what you should have done. Uh, I push for Ryan Coogler to be the one given, you know, a few of these upcoming big shots at uh, a Star Wars Star Wars movie or episode or new trilogy. Uh, I push for Ryan Coogler because of his three for three success. Fruitville Station, Creed, and Black Panther. Three for three. Open the floodgates for this man. Let him do what he do. But, you know, sometimes that gets out and gets a movement and people do a positive thing about wanting to push somebody to get an opportunity. It's good for for the empowerment of getting women in Hollywood to get more opportunities, more directing roles, more directing jobs, and uh, giving a chance to make a mark and open more doors for other women, for minorities as well. Uh, these can be good things. But the regular other stuff, the, the vitriol, the hate, uh, it, it can be hugely taxing. So I didn't want to go too far. I've already gone too far on it than I wanted to. I didn't speak about a specific subject that I might speak about later. I've addressed it on our Twitter. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Instagram is better, I think. <laughs> I'll take a check from Twitter to say Twitter is better, but on the real, Instagram seems to be the way to go. Instagram, nobody seems to get in trouble on Instagram. If Roseanne Barr stuck to Instagram, she might still have a show. Because <laughs> she'd have been like, I'm not going to put together a picture of that lady in a, in a Planet of the Apes uh, picture. I'm not going to waste time with that. Like You got to go an extra mile to really screw-ish up on Instagram. Not saying that it don't happen. Not saying people can't get in trouble on Instagram. But, I mean, Instagram, I mean, if you're not there for the comments, people aren't usually there for the comments. They usually, you know, there for pictures of their favorite stars or the big booty girls or some other stuff, The Rock or whatnot, showing off his uh, physique and other stars, you know. People are there for that. They're like, oh, eye candy. Which is kind of crazy because people left books to go with TV and in visuals, and now people are leaving so people are leaving written social media like Twitter to go to Instagram for pictures and video. <laughs> Humans are simple. Humans are very very simple. But that's pretty much it, man. Uh, I just was gonna speak on it. I was going to just skip this week. I had a message. I was going to be like, you know, we didn't have it this week. But then I was like, some people are going to be like, we forced them not to make an episode. No, no, that's not the case at all. So um, I'm still working on certain things, certain projects to get out to the people. And in fact, what all this talk of Twitter and stuff happened uh, or made me think even more today was the more how much. I'd rather get my take out through art, through scripts and movies and 
clips and visuals. I'd rather get my message out that way than try and engage people on social media to change their mind. Because that's not, you're not going to get people to change their mind on Twitter. It's not going to happen. Very rarely does it happen. It's like a unicorn, I think. Uh, You're barely going to spot it. People aren't going to change their minds on Twitter. And that's why I started out saying that shit is not for conversations at all. Twitter is not a place for conversations. Stop it. This instant. No, they're not going to stop. Russians, the Russians are still trying to have conversations with people to upend our election processes and all that stuff. But hey, y'all, that's all I got to say on the matter. I feel dirty just talking about it. Yeah, nah, social media. I'm going to be on there talking about something else. Something's going to pop up in the on in the Twitter feed on the on the the top ten list. Number one on number one trending. I'm gonna be like, oh, I gotta say something. That's another thing. It is kind of addicting. You're looking for. You're looking for as as my boy uh, Nathan said. Uh, Nathan Brandon said, you know, it's, it's the endorphins. I think he said it, called it, uh, or it was something else. I forgot. But um, it, it's it's the trigger that you know gets people like, oh, I got likes. Oh, I feel better about myself. Uh, it's addicting. Everybody wants positive reinforcement. And telling you that that uh, social media, it's an upper and a downer. But hey, y'all, enjoy your weekend. Uh, you have a happy Father's Day uh, coming up this Sunday. Uh, I hope to too. But that's another subject. Um, thank y'all for listening. Hit me up at the disclaimer on the Twitter or the Instagram, or if you need a few more characters. But no long essays, hit me up, disclaimerofd at gmail.com. Thank y'all for listening. This is D Disclaimer.